Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And my name is Naomi. We are a real couple. We're a real couple of comedians. And this is our podcast where we play the best of the best clips from our live show, Couples Therapy, where we have stand-ups who are lovers and ex-lovers and best friends and siblings do sets together about their relationship. And also, my dear love, Naomi, you and I chat here in studio with each other and express our love for each other. To the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like just laughing because during the theme song, our dope ass theme song by Samus, you were dancing and it was so funny because it's almost like sitting in a chair while dancing is your best look because you don't work your middle much anyway. So it really lets your hands fly free. Can't work my middle. I'm a white person and I was culturated to stand still and either nod my head or jump up and down the pogo. But I invented my own little dance where I move my hands at my wrists. <laughs> wrist dancing. Wrist <laughs> dancing for everyone. Um, wrist we- dancing is a low risk white person activity. <laughs> hey, Naomi. Yeah. How I- you feeling today? <laughs> I am feeling good. I wanted to talk about before we give you all some great, great sets uh, about our weekend. I think we had a good moment, a, a moment this weekend that really brings us together. As lovers. Um, and that was us taking our cat to the vet. Yes. We, uh, our, our boy Squee, we got two boys, Squee and Prembley. They're and... brothers. Prembley's obese. They're doing great. <laughs> Prembley is not obese so much as he is a muscular Joe. Except you don't like when I say he's swole. Well, yeah, you don't have to say he's swole. There's a, look, if you look online, look up swole cat on Google, folks, okay? And it's a gross looking <laughs> creep of a cat. It is a... It is a rapist cat. That's what a what's a and I don't want you. How dare you call my boy Prem? How dare you call him swole? I don't like the R word, but I will say swole cat does have a predatory vibe. Thank you. But cats are predators. So it's not like he's totally off. 
Prem is just like he's he's got a little meat on him. He is our old vet in New York said he uh, has the build of a retired football player. There is muscle under the fat. He's refrigerator Premly. Yes, he's a true refrigerator. And when she said that, we were like, this woman gets it. She's a professional. Um, but we took Squee to the vet. Just, you know, a little checkup. He's okay. But whenever we go to the vet, it really brings us together. Because going to the vet, you know, we go there as a unit. We're filling up forms together. We're really co-parenting. Yeah. And it- it's the closest we'll ever get to actual co-parenting. <laughs> What I don't like about the vet is, I mean, I can convince myself, any other time I can convince myself that Squee is fine, right? But I, I can convince myself that he's always going to be fine. But the minute you go to a doctor, there's this immediate anxiety because they could find something wrong. Right. And Definitely. it's the chipping away at my at this kind of delusion I built for myself yeah. that I and my loved ones will live forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we... Took him there. Here's here's now what what helped me. This vet that we went to, Mohawk Alley in Silver Lake. We took Squee in, and uh, they're doing some blood tests on him. And they take him to the back, and they're like, "You can go in the waiting room." And they've got coffee and candy for you, guys. <laughs> Andy I, is a toddler. Well, I eat my feelings. You eat your feelings too. Oh, certainly. This is another thing that bonds the two of us. Of course. And. Immediately, I was able to reduce my anxiety by chomping down on some Skittles, some Snickers, some Kit Kats. What a great idea. I've never been in a vet before that has offered candy. And so now you feel seen and taken care of. Yes. In addition. Well, I could not stand because our old vet, if they were taking blood or something, they would just do it in front of you. You know, they take out a fresh, clean needle and do what they had to do. And this one is like, we're going to take him in the back. And I said, where are you going? What are you doing? What can't I see? So I was super anxious that whole time we took him. I was like, our baby. Um, and it, But, you know, we went through something like that, and we were both like, we're both on our emotional journeys. You're over there by all the Halloween fun size candy. <laughs> I'm sitting and just staring at other people's dogs and trying to get zen and pretend everything is fine. But then we brought him back home. You know, we're like, we're on the same team. We're both, we're sort of united in this and are like, we're taking care of our children. We will go to any lengths. You know, we're on the same page when it comes to cat care, making them live forever uh, if they're happy and not hurting. You know what I mean? We'll, like, go hard. Yeah. So I always feel like, wow, like, we're on the same side. If we were to decide to make a human baby, maybe we could. Right. You know what? Like, you could have gone to the vet on your own. You didn't need me to go with you. But it really – it felt like we should go together. It felt like a – You'll know that our relationship is in trouble when things like that, when one of us is just taking care of things like that. Oh, completely. Especially because it was, you know, yeah, it didn't require two people, but I was really like, I think you should be here for this. It was our first vet in L.A. This is big. We've got to decide if this is the person we're going to let into our family's lives forever. So I, we needed to be on the same page with that. And, and emotionally required two people. Emotionally required to people, definitely. I think that's our relationship. <laughs> Everything we do, going to the supermarket, <laughs> killing ants, cleaning out the the grout, emotionally requires two people. Right. It really, Physically requires yeah. you. Physically honestly. requires one person. I You. Yeah. Okay? Because I'm not doing most of the manual labor in the house, but I support it being done. You know who are the two people who are really into each other? Are the first set. On this episode? You know it, baby. You know how I be going in them dope-ass segues. 
you guys, we really wanted to bring you this set from our first show at the Virgil here in LA. Back in May. It is Billy Wayne Davis and Aaron Dewey Lennox. They both have three names and they're engaged. Well, they are much like us, except we both have two names and are engaged. God, I hope they don't get married before us. That's how I feel about anybody who's engaged. I'm like, could you not get married before me? Why does it matter? I don't know. But my point- I think if they get engaged after us and still and married before we get married, that's where it's just like, how'd you do that? <laughs> I know. I know. We'll figure it out one day. Um, you guys, Billy Wayne Davis and Aaron Dewey Lennox are hilarious comics. Billy is a stand-up and writer who's appeared on Last Comic Standing, Conan, and WTF with Mark Marin. And Aaron has written for MTV, ESPN, and she has done stand-up all over the country. You guys. Open your heart and loosen your butt. What did we say for Aaron Dewey Lennox and Billy Wayne Davis? Roll it. Hey, hi, hello. How are you? We are lovers. We also just got engaged. Shut up. Shut up. All the girls are like, yay. The dudes are like, okay. It is like the most... Aside from stand-up comedy, it is the most desperate cry for attention. <laughs> Do you like us? Come to our party. Um, I don't think it's the most desperate. We get along so... One of the things that's great about our relationship is just like the pure connection and how we're always on the same page. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we obviously have a ton in common, first of all, th uh, thought process, first and foremost. Uh, but, you know, also, we both, ha that's like what made us fall in love, right? Is things that we have in common. Like, com this was the way I was going to start it. It's already really, I fucked it up. He was like, don't even try to I think about what we're going to say. <laughs> He was like, I'm funny, she it'll kept be fine. Going, yeah, That's what I he did, actually I said. I did kind of say that. <laughs> if I'm, yeah, because she's a planner, and I was like, I've been doing this for 15 years. I'm, so I'm just going to go. I'm a Jew, okay? So we don't just do things. Uh, anyway, we have a lot in common. Um, <laughs> a love of... Comedy, I'm a love of drinking. Impressed that's and disappointed. That's how I found out you were. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild oh, to bring it, it to now. him. You know now. what? I see it. It is okay. To be fair to him, it's With this my side. Accent and everybody in here is like, Hold I on. don't. Nuh uh. Hold on. Don't do that. But joke. guys, don't do that. for real, right? This side less Jewish. This side don't do your act more Jewish. I'm not, it's a real, it's my face. <laughs> Fucking act. That you have a pre-written <sighs> bit We have about. a lot of common. And uh, bit one of the things. Your face. It's a good bit, though. It honest. is good, but that's not what this is. Good. Um, We're here to talk shit about our mom. <sighs> that is what we are going to do. Um... I was going to get to it a little more gracefully, but here we are. But we're uh, doing comedy <laughs> and not ballet. Um, Thank you. Loving, loving relationship. <laughs> 
So we do both. We have uh, moms that suck. Our moms suck. Clap your hands if your mom sucks. She's not in here. Some of you are lying. You can just clap. Some of you are lying. If she is in Um, here, some of you are like, yeah, you. (laughs) Why'd you come with me? You know it. But like okay, I do want to like I do want to make it like our mothers are good moms. Like when it comes to like mom shit, they're like fucking right there. But as far as the hang, it's like get the fuck out. Of here. <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. It's so much. Um, first of all, let's start with their names because I feel like they say a lot. My mom's name is Diane. Try to say Diane with a fucking positive attitude. You can't. You can't do it. Try it. Oh, hi, Diane. Nope, still sound like a smart ass. Like, oh, Diane's you don't mean here. That. Great, this Diane's This is the only way here. you can say, like, hey, Diane. Hey, Diane. Um, and. My mom's name is Storm. Yeah, I was in my 20s before. I was like, that's fucking weird. You know, because it's like your mom. You're like, yeah, everybody's mom's name. Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. It also just like in it, small town Tennessee. It doesn't fit her. Yeah, no, she's well, from Middle she's Tennessee. She's got a fucking temper, and she can be a big old bitch. So you're like fucking. Sure, 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 sure. sure. No, like the the word itself fits her, but you know, you think of a person named Storm, you think of like someone from like fucking San Francisco or, or someone that fucked our president. Oh yeah! What a fun thing That's for fun. your mom now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I think it's a fun, fun thing for my dad more than my mom. <laughs> I think my dad's like, yeah. We both have very cool dads. Billy's dad's dad is dope. Yeah. He's like a far-sighted Buddha. That's what he is. He like thick glasses. Whatever. He said, "This is a, the main thing he says constantly in his family. He's just easy, easy. Yeah. Take it easy. He's a high school. F- yeah." Back okay, he's a high school football coach and teacher. Um, <laughs> so that's how yeah, that's how he handled. And my grandfather was the he raised cattle, so just all parts of my father's life is like easy. <laughs> and from the time he wakes up to feed the cattle, he's like, oh, easy, <laughs> easy. And then he goes and teaches kids. He's like, oh. Easy now. He did it to me just the other day. We were at the space center, and there's like a (laughs) there's like a capsule you can get in a flight simulator. Seems like a fun thing to do, right? We were in there with children, our own and his nephew, and then uh, the door started to close. Okay, there's no windows. That's not something I can be okay with. (laughs) And and I jumped up. There's a four year old, an eight year old, and two senior citizens on either side of me. (laughs) And I jumped up and was like, I gotta get out. I gotta get out. And his dad was like, easy, easy. No, he was like, easy. And it she is was like, soothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. My mom's not like that. Yeah, your mom has the opposite effect on people. Both our, both our mothers are just like so tightly wound. They're just, it's like a, it's like a jack in the box that no one will stop cranking. Like you're just like, let it pop. What the fuck? <laughs> My God! I didn't even put it back in. It just went back in on his own, and then came back up, and then went back in, and then I don't. It's just doing it. I'm tired. It's a lot. It's so much. It's making me tired. 
Um, I just let's here's okay. I'll sum up my mother. Okay, I lived in Seattle for a while. They have a WNBA team there called the Seattle Storm. What if I was doing like? What if I just was so pro that? <laughs> That would be weird to do. Okay. I sorry. like that most of you were like, I don't understand it because I don't either. I don't know why she chose to just clap to get by a, fucking just trying to get a huge clap going. Sensitive end of the microphone. <laughs> You're right to be like, that's a lot. <laughs> anyway, so the name of this the team was the Seattle Storm. Of course, my mom was like. Right. What? Seattle? That's not your name. Stop it. Oh, t- Billy Wayne. That's good. That's creepy. <laughs> I didn't like that. Like, there's a like, part of my neck was like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just show up. <laughs> but she came. I didn't go to the game because I didn't give a shit. Uh, probably stayed at my apartment. Got you high. sent her by herself? No, her and dad went. Oh, okay. And, yeah. uh, uh, I was like, da- they came back, and I, w- I was like, how was it? And Dad was like, that was a good game. My mom was like, oh. <sighs> I was like, what? She's like, I don't, I th- there was so many things. <laughs> she like, whispered she it. She did whisper. I remember, like, going, not like, a bad I remember word. saying, like, you don't, it's, it's Seattle. You don't have to whisper that here. It's also not a bad word. It's not, and they prefer that word. <laughs> they believe and I was like, mm-hmm. And she was like, there was just, I didn't, I didn't think of myself like having a problem with that, but they were just like so much making out with each other. <laughs> and I was like, mom, I didn't think I was homophobic, but I guess I was. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're not homophobic. You don't like PDA. <laughs> like if it was straight people just making out, and she's like, oh, no, I wouldn't like that either. Oh, thank God. Oh. <laughs> Oh, thank God. So we went around and then... I was so worried I had hate in me. <laughs> um, and I feel like a, a story that encapsulates my mother very well is uh, one time we drove from Tennessee with his family to North Carolina where my family lives. And uh, my parents are divorced, obviously, because my dad's awesome. <laughs> um... <laughs> He knows what the fuck he's doing. Uh, but my, my, my dad must have just done something terrible in another life. <laughs> he's like, this is the pentas. He's just riding it out. Uh, so we drove there, and the plan was my mother, for some reason, was going to the cotillion. D- is that the right dance? Of I came from pores. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my stepsister, so... Not even my mom's daughter was having like the cotillion dance. Is that what it is? Or do parents go to that? <laughs> I like how she's like, yeah. It's like the thing where that's... girls in the South are like, I can have sex now. Come and fuck me. You know what I'm talking about? And they wear white. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Which it's so district weird. attorney would like to take my daughter? It's that. Uh, for some reason, my mom had to go because she's just like so thirsty for parties. It's uncomfortable. She has to be everywhere that anyone else is. So and she was she's like, not good at it. No, she's not. So she was like, I won't be home because I've got to go to this cotillion dance for not my daughter. Uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, so we were like, cool, cool, cool. We'll have dinner with my dad while that's going on. Right, we're going to have fun. We'll have a good time. 
uh, while that's happening. Uh, and as soon as she found out, and I don't even think we told her. I fucking don't know how she found I think she has a cop on a corner or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> we were having a lovely dinner at a pizza establishment in Durham, North Carolina, with his parents and my father. And then my mom comes bursting in the door. <laughs> my first thought was, like, I didn't know. I didn't realize it was her mom. My first thought was, like, look at this crazy bitch. She looked insane. Oh, uh, oh, that's my mom. She was my also mom. wearing my sophomore prom dress. She's a little slutty in high school. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was like a spandex. I mean, we don't need to lot. get into it. It was a lot it in was high school. It would have been like, hey, sophomore, In high school, it would, it would have been like, you need to relax. And uh, now on a six-year-old woman... Uh, who didn't curl her hair, and so it's just like, <laughs> she's Jewish, so it's like, you know what I'm saying. She didn't tame it. You see how this is? Like, ringlets? She didn't do that. So it's just like a fucking insane person bursting in in a, in a prom dress from 1999. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't a good look for anybody now, let alone a 60-year-old woman, and she comes... It didn't look right when it fit right. <laughs> yes. Uh... And uh, my stepfather just trailing behind her, like I'm sorry. I oh tried. yeah, he's got. He's like a. <laughs> he's a biologist or a botanist at Duke, so Whatever. he's just chill as fuck, you know, because he just walks through the woods. Yeah, like he's, he's a like, PhD that's a thing, in and that's oak stuff. <laughs> it's a cool life. He's like these acorns, are I'm like I don't give a shit. Where's the weed? And he's like, yeah. To also to just cool. show you how unchill my mother is, she um. In retirement, she started working at Duke Gardens. Like, that's his thing. You know what I mean? Like, why? Mom, why? <laughs> what are you doing? No one respects it. I just it. need to tell him he's doing stuff wrong at work. That's what she's going to do. She's going to tell a PhD how plants work. Um, I watched her argue with a GPS one time. <laughs> argue with it. I said, ma'am, um, no offense, but that's its only purpose. <laughs> And then her way took us, was the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she blamed the yeah, GPS. Yeah, because the satellite coming from space, I trusted it. <laughs> <laughs> but your mom's like, I know better. I was here 25 years ago. All right, thank you very much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. 
Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, hey, Naomi. Hey, Andy. Hey, love. What you doing, girl? <laughs> I was thinking, since this is an early episode, why don't we tell the audience how we met, how we courted, how we first <laughs> started gazing into each other's eyes. I lovingly. love that. That will explain so much about who we are and how we got here. Maybe talk about, we've been a couple, we, we've been together for eight years, we've been engaged for... Five of them years. Five year engagement. We'll talk about that on a later episode. <laughs> Why so long? Great segue. We can talk about, uh, we first met at UCB. And you know, the whole thing has been a, the whole us getting together was what you might call a strange courtship. I mean, strange, not like creepy or weird. I would just say it was very, it was circuitous. A circuitous it, courtship. It was, it was a I like circuitous. A strange courtship, though, would be a great title for an indie film premiering at Sundance next year. <laughs> and it wouldn't be about romance at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, it'd be called Strange Courtship, oh. but it would be about, like, a basketball game. Oh, I was going to say it would be, oh, it would be a court thriller plus a romantic, a rom-com married to a court thriller. So a legal romantic thriller. Yeah, like okay. a sexy pelican brief. <laughs> I always thought that movie should have been sexier, you know? So uh, we met at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York. Yes, which I think, you know, Duh. all ladies know that's where you go to meet an awkward brown-haired white man on the spectrum. You know what I mean? Or at least if he ain't on the spectrum, he's around the spectrum. He's walking along the edges of the spectrum. Fresh off the spectrum. Fresh off the spectrum. That's where I like to get him, y'all, okay? You know, I am on the record. It has been televised, my commitment to a delicate man on the spectrum, honey, because... No one will love you truer. If you can crack them, if you can get that eye contact. Once you get that eye contact, you got their heart, you know? And you just got to be willing to take a journey. So UCB was really, you know, in a way you could say my hunting grounds. 
that makes me sound like a predator. Um, but my point being <laughs> that is obviously a place where you would go to meet a gentleman. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong about where I was. Uh, I was definitely in a very absurdist phase. Definitely tripping down the spectrum, the light spectrum fantastic. Definitely. I was absurdist both emotionally and comedically. You were, Yeah. You were also repressed. Super. Yeah. Uh, gone to therapy. We can talk about that on a future <laughs> episode. Uh, at the time, I had had written a musical called Rockefeller Centaur with my writing partner at the time about a <laughs> a corporate overlord that that keeps a magical centaur uh, trapped in his basement. And there are a bunch of babies that are mutated by cell phones. There's a fight, a boxing match between a robot and the corporate overlord. So if that gives you, <laughs> dear listener, if that gives you any kind of understanding of where I was, where my brain was at this, at this right, time. Right, right. It wasn't exactly the most open to love, I would say. I don't know. I mean, when we met, though, it was because we were put together just randomly. We were on a lottery show. So it was a one-time only thing. It's not like we had had a whole, you know, we weren't a team. We weren't in a class. So we met pretty much. We had the practice, and then we had the show, and that was our introduction to each other. And lucky for me, I guess, even though I, you know, I wasn't planning at the time, I was really funny on that show. Hell That's yeah. how I got you. That's how I got you. I don't do improv no more, but that was like my last hurrah, and I came out. <laughs> okay, I had my braids. I was fresh from living in Australia, so I was like cultivating a mystique and aura. Yeah, I was so excited to be around, not racist for a little bit. You ticked off the two boxes, which were cute and funny. Thank you in my brain. so much. You're welcome. And I was sorry, I was trying to think, I'm I'm like, that was before you had a class with like, it was you and 14 white dudes, right? Yes, yes, that yeah. was right before. So that was before you were just like, I'm done with this. Exactly. I'm done with improv. <laughs> 14 white dudes and I me. mean, again, my hunting grounds, but at that point I'd even gotten tired of it. I was like, oh, you know what you're going to get. Wasn't every scene just about everyone jerking off or something? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, okay, so uh, we meet at the show, Naomi impresses me. <laughs> I wasn't doing it on purpose, y'all. You know it's when you don't care about them, that's when they come sniffing around you. They just, yep, sniffing is the word I used, and I stand I don't by think, it. I think I'm a gentleman, I don't think there was any sniffing going on. <laughs> no, God, no. In fact, there was no sign you were interested in me at all. <laughs> well, yeah, because so, I was repressed. <laughs> Ew, but okay, so you, you then put, we were Facebook friends after that. Uh, as one is wont to do in these improv classes, you Facebook yeah. friend everyone, and you wrote a post like a month later, maybe that was like, "Hey, I lost my cell phone. If uh, you if think you have my number, send me yours." And I was like, "I'm gonna be bold for once in my life. I've lived this milk toast life where I don't take chances, and especially chances on love. They were definitely I've made a lot of safe choices in the past. So I was like, I'll message her and I'll send her my phone number and say we should hang out." Yeah. <laughs> and so you send me a Facebook message saying we should hang out. But I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't think that was anything. On one hand, I was like, okay, this guy, I was like, this is a little something. But I was like, there's no way he could be interested in me. Because, y'all, okay, this is like before, okay, this remember, this is what, 2009? Yeah. This is before the phrase sliding into the DMs. I was a was pioneer a of the slide. I was, <laughs> I was the. Oregon Trail. I was the direct message Oregon Trail. <laughs> okay, no, girl. You almost got dysentery, okay? Because I was not feeling it. I was like, Facebook at the time was for friends. It was like for college randos. It wasn't for like dating. Plus, okay, it wasn't just you gave me your number. You were like, let's go get milkshakes. Mm-hmm. And? That, 
is not a date thing, okay? It's cute, don't get me wrong, but after dating in New York, you know what I'm saying, where so much, the lines were always like blurred and it was always like, let's hang out. And then next thing you know, you'd be like at somebody's apartment with 12 other people and be like, that's not what I thought this was supposed to be. I was like, I need answers, okay? I want you coming in my door 1950 style asking for my hands, you know? I want you to come up on me and be like, okay, I would like to ask you out in hopes of winning your heart and getting to know you better. You wanted a corsage. You wanted like, yes prom. Bitch, dowry, okay? <laughs> you got to, I want you to lay it on thick and direct. You wanted my my parents to get in touch with your mom. Exactly. And I wanted- be like, I will give you three sheep if <laughs> you will let my son take out your daughter. I wanted 1950s realness without the Jim Crow, okay? <laughs> That's what I was looking for in a relationship. Well, look, here's the thing. I don't drink. I enjoy milkshakes. I thought I again. I was like trying to be myself for once, as opposed to like creating some persona and then like shit. Now I'm trapped in this persona <laughs> until one of us dies or you break up with me. <laughs> it took you to get me into therapy, but if I had been in therapy before <laughs> then and I had been able to, if I had built the emotional maturity to say I like you, we should go see a movie or something like that. Yeah. Would you have liked me? What What was it about me? Because again, I was uh, I I clocked you as cute and funny. Yeah. What was it about me that like set me apart from all the other weird whites at UCB? <laughs> well, it was this. I remember one time we were hanging out after at one of the like after one of the comedy shows, sitting around the bar, and you were you said something about you were like, well, when I was a professor, and I was like, when you are a what? And that like instantly because. At the time, not necessarily now, but at the time, you know, there a lot of that comedy scene was like twenty somethings who like were either just only doing comedy. You know what I mean? Like all they it was like I want to do comedy, I want to be on SNL, or I want to write for TV. It was so single minded, and people didn't have other stuff happening, and it was so rare to find somebody who wasn't just into something else, but had actually done something. Lived else. a life. Lived a life. You know what I mean? You came to because it's also like. You know, you can't have no young white boy who ain't lived through some shit. You got to come at me with a story to tell, bitch. Or else what we gonna do up in here? You know what I'm saying? Quote kids in the hall sketches. (laughs) What else? Like, exactly, though. Like, that's what it had been. So I think that was part of it. And then I could tell, again, I mean, of course I'm joking about the spectrum and stuff. But the point is, like, I could tell you were a nice boy. And I think (laughs) that I, you know, I wanted nice. You know, I wanted, you didn't seem... There was no swag to you. So it didn't seem like <laughs> That could you... be a backhanded compliment, by the way. No, but I like I don't want smooth. I don't want you practice. <laughs> Once again. <laughs> Am I like, like I want someone who's just like this like lump. <laughs> no, has no charisma. Doesn't have any kind of ability to be charming in any way. <laughs> just this like slug. <laughs> just like huh? sliming out okay. in front of me. <laughs> Stop making it sound awful. As you said, you were trying to be yourself at that time. And what I got the sense was that you weren't fake, you weren't bullshitting, you weren't trying you weren't trying to get me yeah. by being another kind of person. Yo, what's up, girl? What's good? Like, ew. Not like that. <laughs> ew. Like if you had said that, I would have been like, ew, who is underneath that? You know? So that's what I mean. You know, I think I think the real breakthrough, right? We had a breakthrough. We're like after so we were like hanging out, we're friends. Yeah, we were. Well, there was like so this courtship goes on for a couple months, and we're just kind of just like circling the (laughs) circling the corpse of a romantic relationship, like two vultures. (laughs) Chomp chomp. Finally, 
You invited me to a movie. Yes. Well, there have been a couple movies, but this was like I got I scored two free tickets <laughs> to Alice in Wonderland, the one with Johnny Depp in with 3D. Noted, noted wife beater Johnny Depp. It was in 3D though. <laughs> at the time, we didn't note that. I just the record to show at the time yeah. we weren't like let's go see noted wife beater Johnny Depp. Yeah. But they were free tickets to the midnight showing of Alice in Wonderland. Which I didn't really have an interest in seeing as much as I really like free shit. Oh, yeah. So like, Just to be sure. clear, neither of us were like, gotta see it. <laughs> it was free. We were both poor in New York. <laughs> you take what comes to you when you're poor in New exactly. York. Exactly. And it was like, it was, yeah, a formal invitation on your part. Yeah, for, like a, like a, in a British novel or something yeah. like that from the like late 1800s. <laughs> My dear, would you do me the honor of attending this motion picture? <laughs> I was trying to think of like what what I was know. the equivalent, uh, like the theatrical production with me. Yeah, but we saw Alice in Wonderland, and basically at one point I like we're we're sitting there and we're kind of whispering, and then I take I like reach for Andy's hand. I just kind of tentatively take his hand. This was the first like romantic contact. Yeah, like physical contact. And like I take I hold his hand, and then we hold hands the entire movie. Okay, runtime easily two hours. And we hold hands the entire time. And I knew the moment I was like, dead, was when, what did you do? Say what you did, where I died. <laughs> so I, I am, I'm like, oh, finally, this is like, the, like we're holding hands. I'm, I'm really digging this. <laughs> you know, my mentality is very 1950s, right? <laughs> Again, milkshakes, <laughs> hand holding, a little smooch on the cheek, maybe. But uh, I'm, uh, it, was, it was the winter, and my nose was running. And so uh, the tissue was in the pocket on the same side that we were holding hands. So instead of like unholding hands, I reached over across my torso uh, to, get the, to get the tissue to dab very delicately at my nostrils. That's when I knew I had him. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he was like, he contorted himself. He inconvenienced himself in the dark to maintain the grass. Yes, I was, okay. I was a regular yoga head <laughs> stretching around. I was so, that was, I was like, this is the 50s love I'm talking about, okay? And especially because it sounds so basic, but you know, if you've ever dated grimy dudes <laughs> or assholes or people who just try to get you in to bed, you know, something like hand-holding and how there was no push for anything else. And it was just like the comfort of that. It was like, this is what I always wanted. You know what I mean? I was like, to feel like a lady. To feel? Like a delicate flower. <laughs> I feel seen for who I wish to be. You know what I mean? And again, see, it proves my point, though. Sweet boy. Yeah. Nice boy. 1950s boy. We went and got malted. Went to a sock hop. <laughs> exactly. I got drafted into the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> and I waited for you. I waited for you. I came back as a, I stole someone's identity. <laughs> well, that's enough for that. <laughs> we can. There's so much more. There's so much more to go into. But we'll have to leave it for another episode. But first, before we get into the last set from our live show, why don't we hear a commercial? You up for that, Naomi? I'm emotionally prepared for that commercial. You up for some commerce? Always. All right, let's do it, folks. We'll see you on the other side. Hey, y'all. Wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. 
We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, here we are. You guys, we got another great set for you. Very excited about this one. These guys are some of my favorites. These are like little friend crushes of yours. Go, yeah, going back to like when I first moved to New York. Yeah, you guys, we got a great set from Henry and Jackie Zabrowski. They are siblings and two founding members of the sketch group Murder Fist. Yeah. Separately, they work as actors and comedians. Henry's appeared in Wolf of Wall Street, Heroes Reborn, Crashing, and co-host the last podcast on the left. Jackie has appeared in the latest season of High Maintenance on HBO, is a regular on Last Podcast on the left, and co-hosts her own podcast, Page 7. I hope you guys love this as much as I do. Please, put your hands together for Henry and Jackie Zabrowski. Roll it! Hello! We're fucking doing it, guys. Just know for a fact, I'm Henry, she's Jackie. <laughs> um, and I want to so put funny. one big rumor to rest right up here up top. We don't have sex with we each other? We do not fuck. That is, I want to just Never. say that straight out. Because Never, for ever. some reason, when you're a brother and sister comedy duo, there's many, many, I don't know, this I guess is an impulse to be like, kiss each other. Um, and you don't seem to understand that that defies all laws of any single thing that is decent in the world. I think that's the whole thing is that people are like, how can you play married couples all the time? We do play married couples all the time. We do, we do. But also because of the interior tension it creates that when you know we're brother and sister and then you see us playing husband and wife, it makes you feel sad. Like the weird kind of frozen (laughs) look you have on your face. Like imagining like the two of us because often, I mean- You want to try, no. I'm not fucking here. I'm sorry. This is first of all, this is not Europe. <laughs> We're not a part of one of those Antilia Lucci movies. What's the guy that did the movie The Dreamers? I don't fucking know. Nanucci's? Bertolucci's. Which sounds like a pizza that you can buy and make home in your in your house <laughs> instead of delivery. Um, I'm not being racist. Uh <laughs> but you brother and sister could have sex in those kinds of movies because that's art. And sketch is not art. It's kind of art. But not enough of an art that we can have live fucking on stage and then the audience would go, (laughs) or just interesting, challenging. It's just like watching Phantom Thread. Ah, Phantom Thread, white people problems the movie. (laughs) Um, But we get that a lot because our last name is Zabrowski, um, we don't look that much alike. No. You got the good genes. Thank God. Because she's got the Italian skin. I got the Polish penis and all of the, the, the terrible... I don't know what his penis looks like. Thank, though, thank you God. for saying that again. But she got all of the good genes. Thank like, you. You've got the sparkly eyes. You've got, propor- you got proportionate feet. Are you hitting on me right uh, now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm we just, just saying... told everybody we don't fuck. I'm saying I was clarifying... And 
But when we go places, they see you like, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Zabrowski, honeymoon suite. And it's just disgusting <laughs> because you have to be like, we don't fuck. We don't fuck each other. We don't do that. But at the same time, we don't touch each other just like we are a married couple. This is the most... We don't have sex with each other. We also now <laughs> live with each other. Oh, man. It's a new development, and it is fun, especially because Henry just got recently fianced. And I live with both of them. <laughs> Try and have sex, you bastards. It's not a constant challenge. Um, I do feel that we were subtweeted at the beginning of this whole set saying the problem with fiance. And the thing is that now I'm enjoying saying fiance because you now have a new elevated life. And people say, when you say being like, this is my fiance, they go, oh, oh, there's like a joy. But you know, technically, you're just bringing out their deepest, darkest sadness. Of course. Because especially if they don't have someone, and they're just gripping at people, just like longing for in the night, just wondering when that special come one, someone is going to come, and the special come one (laughs) is going to end up in your life. But the problem is, is that it doesn't happen for everybody. I'm not pointing at you specifically. You know, don't do this to It just pain. doesn't happen does. for everyone to find their it. significant other. Well, it's because um, Jackie, which is the fun little thing, which is why we're... Jackie was a part of a 10-year relationship that just broke up, which caused her to live with me and my new fiance. So... We are currently in the middle of an ABC Family pilot, which is not getting picked up. Um... Nobody wants to see me just like jumping on the trampoline and watching Vanderpump Rules, be like, hey, Henry, good morning. Meanwhile, me and Didn't Natalie, my night, fiance. Yeah, well, we did not fuck because the walls are, are surprisingly thin. Also, we had our time because we're fianced, so we drink a lot of white wine. We have a six pound dog. We sit and we live another life where we're doing, we, you know, we talk about what types of coffees we prefer. And Jackie's now newly single, she's out there. Trying to catch it up because the term is catching nanners. Yeah, because she catches them nanners. Oh yeah, baby, I got my nanners stickers and I slap them on the side of my bed. But she's not catching any sort of nanners because she's staying in my office, and (laughs) so when she's there, right, it's fine. So we have a pretty. We're, we actually get along really well. We, we, are, we are, some might say, hashtag besties. Hashtag besties. We're really enjoying ourselves. We're having a good time in the house. We cook a lot. It's a lot of... I don't know why that is the term for getting <laughs> a, along in the house. It's a lot of steel drums. Um, but we, uh, she's, she's, you know, but the problem is she's, she does struggle. Uh, because I oh, I don't struggle. Don't I'm, you worry. I'm not about saying me you're not struggling to have sex. I know you could if you wanted to. The problem is, is that where she's staying in a house is our office, and me and my fiance are Satanists, and we celebrate ourselves. So a lot of stuff inside of our office, we have many pictures of ourselves up on the wall. So you walk in there, Jackie's trying to sleep in there, and it's just a picture of me. I play a demon on a show for Adult Swim, so it's me in full demon wear, just staring, staring above her bed, right above my bed. Yeah, and then my fiance was a tattoo model. She did a lot of that, so it's like her and a slinky just like looking awesome on the thing. She tries to bring a suitor home. 
I use the term suitor, which also is not helping her catch the nanners. Because oh, my man. big thing is that the dude comes in, I want to see that fucking bank account. I want him to be 75K liquid He's at least. for all of it the second they walk in the door. Henry's already stopped me from fucking once. Uh, that was rough. No pores. I need someone that can contribute to the family. I want to be wooed. I want to be given gifts. I want to be taken care of. I want to go on fancy vacations. We don't do shit. No one, no one you have ever dated has ever brought anything good I, to the I'm table. Trying. I'm going up. I'm gonna start dating sixty-year-olds, and y'all see. I'm get fine. I'm fine with the daddy. If we get a new, oh, oh, we go, we're getting daddies. I want a brother daddy so bad. Oh, Just somebody it. who can come and take care of some shit. Man, I'll, I'll do it. See, that's my problem is because brother husbands is already taken on TLC. Has anyone seen brother husbands? That's what I want to do. I want to have multiple husbands, one wife, multiple husbands. Put in any hole I got. You're welcome to it. I feel like the competitive behavior is going to shrink their nanners. No, 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 no. Not if they're slightly homosexual, then they can all fuck each other. So you're saying you want a cadre of gay men that fuck each other and then take turns fucking you so that you could call them your brother husbands, and then what do you get out of it? Fun. <laughs> See, I, I feel I'm open to talking about sex with my sister. Actually, I, we, we, we do. We're, we're open. We're, we, we're fine. But so... So Jackie, she goes out on she goes out about town because she needs to be she needs to leave the house, right? Because we have our shows that so we they watch. can have sex every once in a while. They, I, I give them the windows of time they can have sex. And we we do we run and we do and we've gotten so fast and so quiet. It's like we're the Franks, like in that little like just so shush 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 on a shush. Pretty um, sure Anne Frank wasn't fucking up in that <laughs> I attic. Don't know what she, she she wanted to. She her body was changing. Um, I she's just disgusting. I know. I'm sorry. So we're sitting there um, late at night. Jackie has a habit. So J- Jackie does drink quite a bit, but she's just she's enjoying herself. She's enjoying herself. It's not a problem yet. I don't think it's a problem yet. So we go out. I know when Jackie has gone. Uh, Sort of like blackout because the body's moving, but the eyes become like, like open dead windows. Like if you look at the if you've seen pictures of the Amityville house and you look at those two pictures on the side of it, that's where eyes look like. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm always smiling, so that means something. It guys. is nice. She doesn't strike anybody, but you tried to bring a man home, and it came in the middle of the night. And the door just I just heard the at the door. The drunk like, what are you? So we, I'm sitting in my underwear with my dog right next to my penis, which is my favorite. I'm not saying, it's not sexual. Natalie was out of town. The dog was just slit right here. sexual. Wendy is pure. We're intimate because we're cuddles with the dogs. You know, the dog's just going to cuddle in your crotch sometimes because that's the warmest part of you. And so we're sitting there. I'm in my boxers. I'm watching my Unabomber show, the new, the new Manhunter show, which is like, why is he so fucking hot? Like, Unabomber should not Dude, be cut. Like, he's he looking he looks good, too good, though, baby. But he looks too good. Thank you. I walk in. All of a sudden, I hear fumble the door, open it up. And the dude that she was with, who was a nice man, I guess had just brought her home from the bar. And she came in just like, and he saw me just sitting on the couch. And I just went like, hey, buddy, <laughs> how you doing? He was like, good. I was like, so you're going to go now, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> she just laughed and I just laughed. I just laughed and laughed and laughed. You know those days when you wake up with a great shame you can't quite place? It was that. Because your brother saw the end of your night. <laughs> which is the saddest part of the night. <laughs> and he always sees it. But I'm really looking forward to your wedding, though, and I think that um, I'm just excited because I've already, man, I've got a lot of ideas for this wedding. As brother, as sister roommate, I've got a lot of ideas. Yeah. And I really want to sing All My Life by Casey and JoJo, and he keeps telling me that that's not going to be their song, but what other song can you have as a wedding song? The problem is that the song keeps popping up on Sirius XM, and so to a point where it's now becoming that we, it is going to be our song. All my life, pray for someone like you. I thank God that I finally found you in all my life. I pray for someone like you and I hope that you do love me too. Thank you very much. Hail Satan. Y'all are lovely. Welcome back, my friends, Henry and Jackie, baby. <laughs> oh, I love a Casey and Jojo rap. <laughs> you know, let's bring Casey and Jojo back. Uh, I was thinking, Naomi, we are eventually going to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon, soon, soon. And what would, it's weird because you and I, I, I was talking on someone else's podcast last week and I'm like, oh, you and I are like, there's almost no intersection between the music we like. Well, actually, I like stuff that you like. You like Beyonce and Lin-Manuel Miranda. And, like, <laughs> There's crossover there where I'm like, yeah, Lemonade is objectively a great album. Right. But if I put on like Super Chunk, you would uh, – I was about to say throw the CD player out the window <laughs> as if we still have CD players. Oh, I love that idea. That only, but actually, you like only – play Super Chunk on CD. Do you know what I mean? You like would, you you're like, well, I need the CD player for this. You would drag iTunes to the garbage. <laughs> I guess that's the... So I was like trying to think of like, if there... What what could the... What would be the crossover for right. our wedding song? It would have to be like an indie rock cover of like an R&B song. So Super you know Chunk's I mean? cover of Say My Name. I will not take those vocals. You would legitimately hate it. I would it. die over the vocals. You that's... would 100% legitimately hate that song. <laughs> I love it. I know you do. I know. And honestly, it's I respect you. Yeah. I respect your interests. Yeah. And that's why God invented headphones. <laughs> you know? So you could do that. Yeah. What about a ska song that is both white and black? <laughs> like Boss Tones? Where did, no. Where, where did you go? Where did you go? Ew, ew, ew. And then what if you wore one of those suits? The checkered suits that I'm yeah. skanking down the aisle? <laughs> I would run. I would literally run away bride you. I would run away bride you immediately. Would you skank running away? I don't even know how to skank. Oh, I don't know what it is. Well, I'll don't tell me. I'll teach you the dance later on. <laughs> Do you pick it up this woman to be your lovely wedded wife? Honestly, that was the best accent work I've ever heard from you. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, Luke Cage season three. Look me up. <laughs> Um, if you guys have any suggestions for some songs, holler at us on the socials, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, please tweet at us at Naomi and Andy. That's the the handle for the show. And also, of course, on Twitter, 
Naomi is at Blacktress, and I'm at Andy Beckerman. If you want to come to a live show and find out those dates, visit CouplesTherapyPod.com. Yeah, it's usually the first Saturday of the month at the Virgil, and also probably New York at some point, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at CouplesTherapyPod, and we'll have awesome photos for your scrolling fingers (laughs) to hit like. Double tap. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Peace.